You are listening to Randolph EMC Reconnect, a podcast keeping member owners in touch with their cooperative. And now here's your host, communications and public affairs manager, Nicole Arnold. Welcome to REMC Reconnect. This is Randolph Electric Membership Corporation's podcast, and I'm your host, Nicole Arnold. So happy to be here with you today because I have a very special guest who we're interviewing, and that is Colton Freeman. Colton is Randolph Electric's 2023 Youth Tourist. Say hi, Colton, to everybody. Hello. Uh, Colton is a young man who lives in Eagle Springs, and out of all the applicants that we had this year to apply to be the Youth Tourist, his application won, um, and I got to meet him, and some of my coworkers got to meet him, and our CEO was able to shake his hand. And you may have seen his photo in our magazine, Carolina Country, and you're going to see a little bit more of Colton in the future because we wanted to introduce him here on the podcast, and you'll you'll see him eventually at an annual meeting next year. Um, but first, let's talk about you a little bit, Colton, and about this youth tourist opportunity. Okay. Um, I guess I need to tell our, our audience here a little bit more about the Youth Tourist and, and what that's all about. The Youth Tourist um, trip is just a wonderful idea that was actually started by President Lyndon Johnson, so quite a while ago, and he wanted the young people in America who lived in rural areas and who had electricity through electric cooperatives to be able to visit our nation's capital and learn more about the rural electric business model. So Colton is going to have the opportunity to go meet young people in high school from all over the nation in Washington, D.C. for one week this summer. And so it's the experience of a lifetime. He's going to get to visit all the memorials and learn about our nation's history and learn more specifically about our history and meet his congressional delegation and his senators. So he's going to learn a lot about history, American history and our industry and how energy comes to you and me and all those of us who live in rural North Carolina. Uh, Colton, we're just so excited that you're going to have this experience. And so let me just jump right in and, and get uh, you introduced to our, our membership. Now, tell us where you go to high school in Moore County. I go to Northmore High School. Northmore High School, and you are a sophomore year this year. Isn't that correct? Yes. All right. Well, how did you find out? about the youth tourist program and this opportunity? Well, my mom saw it on Facebook after I had won the Carolina basketball camp, mm-hmm. and she told me about it. So I've been waiting for this for two or three years now. Okay, so you've been looking forward to it for some time. Yes. So let's let's help everybody remember what all those things are. Uh, so the basketball camp, you went to Carolina. Is that right, UNC Chapel yes, Hill? The, right. the young ladies go to NC State, and the young men go to Carolina. And were you in sixth grade or seventh grade? It was the summer after sixth grade, so okay. before seventh grade. Right, so you were a rising seventh grader, so a middle schooler, and that's who the program's for. It's for young men and women who are in middle school, and you can apply for the scholarship to go to basketball camp. So what's really cool is that you actually won that scholarship, and so your mom, she saw this, I guess, at the same time, and then that's when you started storing up the idea that it would be it'd be pretty neat to be a youth tourist. Yeah. 
that's that's a long time waiting. So I, I appreciate your patience there. And I'm, I'm glad that your mom stayed on top of it. Um, and then, of course, you know, we advertise in Carolina country. So for all of you who are interested in your grandchildren or your children being involved in this opportunity in the future, just remember that we'll start advertising for the youth tourist toward the end of the calendar year. And then applications are due in mid-January. So, um, you know, be sure to be thinking about that for your high school uh, folks like like Colton. All right. So tell us something about you that is unique or maybe how would your best friend describe you? I'm very optimistic. I always think everything's going to work out. And I've always just been very happy all the time. Nothing really gets me upset. That's a wonderful quality to have. And I'll have to tell our audience that that quality really uh, shined through in Colton's interview. So we knew that sending him to represent our electric cooperative in Washington, D.C., he would be a a, a really positive influence up there um, and would have a really wonderful time with the other students. So, Colton, um, I've heard about your favorite subjects, and I know you've talked about history, and I know you've talked about music, but let's talk a little bit about music. And I I want you to tell our audience about some of the activities that you're involved with in your school and your community that revolve around your love of music. Well, I, I've been playing the saxophone for oh, four, five years now, and I play in the school's marching band, the concert band, and the jazz band, and I'm also in the Moore County Philharmonic Orchestra. That That's outstanding, Colton. So uh, which one of those is your favorite, or, or are you going to get in trouble if you tell us? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I really like marching band. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's that's great. Yeah. That, that's wonderful. That marching band can be tough when it's hot outside yeah. and you're in your costume, you know, and, you, and you've got to pay attention and do it all. But it, it means so much to the game and so much to the fans. It, without the marching band, it, it's, it's really a different game altogether. All so thanks for having that school spirit and for supporting your school in that way. But you've talked to me about how music is important to your future also. What are your aspirations or ambitions about your music studies? Well, I've thought about going to college to major in music and become a teacher. That That is a wonderful, wonderful dream. And I, I hope that that works out for you. Um, we have some really great institutions here, even locally in North Carolina. And whether you go to them one day or you go far away, um, I'm sure that your talent is going to take you um, to all kinds of achievements and heights. Well, let's talk about sports for a second. And one thing that I learned about you when you came in for your interview was that you are the captain of the wrestling team. Is, is that correct at Northmore? Yes. And so tell me why, why wrestling? Why is wrestling your favorite sport? Just the hard work that you put in. And when you go out there and you compete, and it doesn't matter if you win or lose, just to know that you put in so much hard work and it all pay off for your team and watch the, to watch other people wrestle. It's just so fun. And you've had a really special coach, too, on the wrestling team, haven't you, Colton? Yes. Yes. Can you tell us who that is? Mr. Romer. He teaches history at Northmore, and he's, oh. just, he's just one of my favorite people there. I love him. So he teaches history, and he coaches the wrestling team. That's, that's yeah. outstanding that you've had some good mentors who've poured into your life. Um, well, let's also talk about some meaningful work that you've done in your community right there 
in your area of more. Um, I know that you've worked with your church group and you've worked with another group called Random Acts of Kindness group at your school. If you could tell us just what what was a really meaningful experience for you um, maybe over the last year or two when you got to participate with one of those groups? The Random Acts of Kindness Club, we wrote special notes for all the teachers and we got to give them to them and watching them smile. It was just awesome. And then working with the church at the food pantry. And when you watch people get the food who are needy and may not have the money to buy food, it's awesome to watch them just be excited, just to have something to eat. It's awesome to help. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Colton. Um, I can tell that you've, you've done some really wonderful things and seen, uh, seen some really heartwarming results. We appreciate that. We look for leadership in our youth tourists, and you certainly exemplify that. Um, in your application for the youth tour, you talked a little bit about your concerns as a young person about inflation and rising prices that our members, uh, everyone is having to pay right now for basically all consumer goods. Um, yeah. Electricity is still a great value, but the price of food, especially certain types of food, really has skyrocketed in, in some cases. And um, of course, gasoline and you know other, other consumer goods that we need, really necessities have fluctuated quite a bit to the detriment of consumers. And you, you mentioned that that was of concern to you. And I think that that's one of the things that when you go to D.C. and you get to interact with your senators and your congressmen and and talk about these issues, I think that's one of the things that you're going to clue in. Um, in in applying for the youth tour and learning about, you know, electric cooperatives, is there anything that really stood out to you about the history of electric cooperatives that, that made you kind of take notice in? Well, no matter how far out someone may live, they always go out of their way to get electricity to them at a reasonable price. So I thought that was amazing. Wow, that that's uh, and I think that our listeners are going to think that I sent you all these answers before we had the interview, <laughs> because that's just such a remarkable thing to say. Uh, and the funny thing is, I've heard that from members here lately um, as we're getting ready for our 85th annual meeting this summer in 2023. It'll be our 85th year of existence, I should say. Wow. Um, we were founded in 1938. I've heard from members and interviewed them personally where they've told me. Uh, instances where there was a multi-day outage because of a huge hurricane that came through in the 90s or, you know, different situations and how they had a family member who was very, very bad off on life support or, you know, other life-saving electrical devices and mm -hmm. how, um, you know, they, they found the the linemen down the road and went to them at midnight and begged them, you know, to keep working and and they were assured, you know, we're, we're going to not we will not stop working until you have power. It, it is what we are here for. Um, and that is really a different business model from um, you know, absolutely nothing wrong with the private sector. And we, we get our source of transmission is from Duke Energy, which is a private sector company. But electric cooperatives were founded in this country because people were too far apart in rural America for a private company to make a profit by extending electrical services to those folks. And so if you're at the end of the line, you are just as important as the person who's at the front of the line. Uh, that's what we're here for. So it's, it is a different service model. 
Um, it's one that we take a lot of pride in and we really do try to make our members feel like our family. Um, so Colton, I just want to say thank you to you because you, of course, and your family are a member of our electric co-op family. And I am thankful that I get to talk to you a little bit and introduce you to our membership. Thanks for being available today to do this. Oh, you're welcome. I'm always available to talk. I love talking to people. I'm a talkative person. <laughs> I think that'll serve you well when you go to D.C. and you meet these other students. I hope that you make some lifelong friends and really come away with some really good contacts. Yeah, that's that's one of the things I'm most excited about. Well, I want to let our audience know, our, our members know, that we will interview Colton again when he comes back from the tour. So he'll be on the tour around the time of our annual meeting. Our annual meeting this year is on June the 16th. It's a Friday, uh, 2023. And so he will be in D.C. He will not be at the meeting this year, but he will be at the meeting next year. And I'm going to record a podcast with him in the near future or after he comes back from Youth Tour so that we can hear all about what happened and the exciting experiences he had. Thank you again, Colton, for being with us today, and I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us for Randolph EMC Reconnect. We look forward to bringing you more engaging content in the future.